Hi, I'm Kitu from Migrated. We recently went through a major shuffle in trying to understand what we stand for and better represent that intent through our work. The reason we started this podcast, apart from wanting to have great conversations, was to build a supportive, happiness-focused community of migrants. To be able to highlight the triumphs, embrace the struggle, and deal with the anxiety that comes with moving away from home. In doing that, the motivation is to give the listener, you, anywhere from a second's worth of solace to an hour's worth of bliss. Learn from the wisdom of the guests and share a laugh or two. I hope you'll have a great time listening to Migrated. In today's episode, I talked to Rajpreet Man. She moved to Australia at the age of 12. Although she was not the one calling the shots in that decision, the world around her was about to change. Follow along to know her experience of moving to a new country as a child, adjusting to a new life and to a new education system, finding pride in her culture, accelerated adulthood, relationships with parents and family, and being cautious when falling in love. Rajpreet, welcome to Migrated and thanks thanks for uh, being here. And Thank you for we, having right, me. Oh yeah, uh, right off the bat, we'd like to start by getting an idea of uh, what what was it that triggered uh, your family to move uh, and, and just a bit of context around, uh, you know, who took the decision and where were you at that moment? So yeah, go on. Um, I would say that it was a long time ongoing conversation for my parents to move since the time that our doctors, like my, my brother and my doctor told mm-hmm. us that we have this like breathing condition bronchitis and right. yeah. uh, the only way to like really combat it he, he said that there's a lot of ways you can manage it but to completely eradicate it mm-hmm. he said that we have to move from delhi that's just something like that got my parents thinking about the future oh, okay. and oh, okay. what they wanted for us and right. um, and how old were you the, and your brother at that stage we were probably like eight nine yeah eight nine do you have a elder brother younger brother brother, yeah he's one elder brother one year not so much he acts like he's 10 years older than me but oh well (laughs) were you living with family at that stage uh as in your extended family which is uh, a popular concept in india we were not um it was just like my parents and us but all of our extended family was really close by like my nanny mm-hmm. was like five minutes walk from the house. My oh, wow. nanny, yeah. sister, my mom's auntie, she was like two minutes walk. So it was just kind of like mm. yeah, in yeah, the yeah. area. It was kind of yeah. like we were all living together. But mm. were your parents uh, working in in like corporate at the moment, or did they have a business there? Uh, my mom's stuff? been a teacher since twenty years. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And um, she was teaching at the time in um, India as well. And uh, she had a really good job and everyone Mm -hmm. was really like, my parents were really happy in India Mm -hmm. by the Mm -hmm. like they had a really good like social group. They Mm -hmm. had all their family there. They had good jobs. My dad was into business Um, and yeah, they didn't have any issues for themselves per se. And they didn't, it wasn't something that they had thought about for Mm -hmm. themselves or seeing themselves that in the future, maybe they want to 
live somewhere else or travel or do something the very homely people didn't think about that yeah but yeah for us i think they they thought that they really saw you know 10 steps ahead thinking that if it's really bad at this point with yeah. their health and yeah. opportunities for jobs and the competition is so high imagine yeah. what's going to happen in 10 years and yeah. they were absolutely right like yeah. Yeah. people after we moved we moved here in 2012 and 2012, yeah. Uh, yeah and that was kind of like the cut off point i think that was like yeah. the last of the prs that were given straight yeah. away that's a long conversation to have to have started at 2005 oh, yeah, yeah. to actually have getting it even if you would have started processing i would imagine i still have conversations with people around me uh as mm. to the why again um of of having moved and all of those things so yeah and what grade are you in at the stage i am in year 7 and oh that's yeah, yeah, that's old enough 13 12 12 13-year-old and it's old enough but it's also like it, at that stage where you're like you're not just moving schools for for yeah. like a regular kid it would just be moving from a primary school to a high school yeah right yeah. but i wasn't just moving schools i was moving countries i was moving continents i was moving yeah. coaches yeah yeah <laughs> that was altogether a different like challenge for me um yeah. it took some time i'm not going to yeah. like yeah. like the first class i had in year 7 uh-huh. was geography with miss andrews i still remember uh-huh. and i could not understand a word she was saying because right. she had such a thick australian accent and she was using mm-hmm. all sorts of slang yeah. and i was just thinking is she talking in english i i know english <laughs> this isn't it <laughs> yeah 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 and that's what it felt like to like you know a 12 year old moving from a different you know country, country with different yeah. accent and yeah. i was just i was stumped and i felt like i had to adapt really really quickly uh-huh. to be able to keep up because right. you know like social circles and you don't want to be left out and you've got all sorts of like things and, and you you're learning so you have to grasp the learning and mm-hmm. you have to just get with it really quickly yeah, yeah. so i had to like really adapt in that sense but i reckon after year 7 year 7 was a tough year but after that it was smooth sailing because we came mm-hmm. early enough so we were able to adapt yeah yeah i feel like for my parents it took much much longer because yeah. you know they already had they were already set in their ways um yeah. in terms of you know what they liked and disliked and how yeah. they socialized and talked yeah. and you know where they worked and where their education was done my next question and that's a heavy one right uh would mm. be is it is it just undue pressure uh because obviously like you said i mean you start off with the fact that uh you know your parents mm-hmm. started that conversation because they saw that all right our kids are suffering and maybe it's a better land of opportunity right uh, you can only yeah. you can only do so much and as parents they do the best they can do you feel yeah. at any point was it a lot of pressure uh to succeed or to uh make the most of what you have is because uh, they've sacrificed uh, again bad word to use i don't want to use that uh is because uh, there's there's something for everyone in it right but did yeah. you ever feel or did your brother for that matter feel that there's uh, there's this pressure to succeed i i would say there was a bit of pressure um mm-hmm. but i guess we were at an age where we understood why our parents did it and you're right sacrifice is like a heavy word or whatever but they did yeah. sacrifice you know mm-hmm. they did have 
those like already established careers that did have those social connections and then they left all that for us and that yeah. was a big big thing and it wasn't just pressure it was also gratitude you know mm-hmm. we we weren't just looking at it that you know now we have to succeed now we have to perform now we have to do well in school and everything mm-hmm. we were also looking at it in the sense that okay so we've been given this opportunity to be able to succeed to be mm-hmm. able to perform well to be able to have those you know better opportunities that we wouldn't in delhi and you know what like the positives do in a like after you're done with all of the process and it's really hard and everything the yeah. positives do outweigh the you know struggle in a, yeah. i guess if you yeah, want to yeah. say struggle. but you say that now you you chuck it up to gratitude and uh, kudos to you you're still very young to uh, to have grasped onto that sort of uh, mindset but uh, at that stage were you like a bratty little kid or was it uh, no, was it just like no i was sweet i've uh, always been oh, okay. sweet i was the sweet one <laughs> It is not surprising for kids who move away from their home uh, country early on to develop differently from the ones that don't. But one of the things that have been coming up more recently is the higher sense of guilt second generation migrants seem to hold on to. Uh sometimes instilled consciously or subconsciously by their parents given the struggle uh the parents had to go through. I'm I'm referring to this one of these podcasts which is something something that i often listen to is uh, brown girl guilt uh, and this that's oh, that's yeah. exactly that's exactly what i was talking about is brown girl guilt is uh, brown girl guilt is something uh, kudos to the person who's making it i'm i'm missing uh, yeah. out on the name but um, uh, that's that's something that needs to be to- uh, talked about is again and that's what i was saying that you talk about gratitude now but mm. uh, it does come with it's it's heavy is there at all a sense of guilt uh in um, in whatever i don't know everyday life um with uh, being being a brown girl <laughs> not being a brown girl actually being a being a girl in, i i don't like the brown thingy because it's just i yeah. i'm i'm too recent to australia and i'm too recent to brown uh being referred to as brown is because brown, uh, yeah. that wasn't a thing right and that i that was not a thing i was not yeah. ready for that when i was first yeah. called you were like oh you're a brown girl like yeah i i like <laughs> caramel i'd rather i'd rather be called caramel than brown yeah. <laughs> that's that's something Actually, that i prefer that term. that's a good term yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know <laughs> uh maybe next to yeah. pronouns i we can we can have like preferred ethnicity word yeah. or something that's caramel. <laughs> caramel yeah that's nice yeah you know i'm chocolate caramel <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh, yeah so is there uh, at any stage because again that's that's what i thought because we yes, get this yeah. undue sense of uh you know that we need to be successful is because there's been yeah 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 i 100% do relate with that that you know you have this sense of pressure and you do have a bit of guilt like if you are trying to there, there is this like double thing like there's like a double edged sword yeah? yeah um if you are trying to socialize and party and mm. be like australians in yeah. high school and try to fit in you have this good social circle but yeah. if you if you don't then you have mm. like a good family life right yeah. you have a yeah, good yeah. like relationship with your parents because you're not partying yeah. and you're being a good kid and you're studying yeah. Yeah. but 
it's it's like I, I think it's been more about balancing the two for me yeah, to yeah, avoid yeah. the guilt because trust me the guilt does come if you do not know how to balance it yeah um but yeah you have to kind of like and you have to have understanding parents as well i would say i've had really understanding parents and I, i've been able to like reason with them and talk to them about these things and explain to them that yeah. i can't just always be a good kid i also have to be a yeah. friend and you know yeah, my own yeah. person and i have to yeah. you know like if you have brought me to australia you have yeah. to let me actually experience the culture did that did you did the dynamic with your parents in terms of how they were looking at you uh, changed because a 12 year old in india versus a 12 year, uh, year old in australia is different in the sense that i've seen because i used to work uh, in st kilda and uh, uh, affording a car was only something that came very recently so it wasn't that i always had a car so i would take the bus and i'd see a lot of young kids uh taking the bus same as myself which yeah. is a working professional uh all across uh, the city everywhere essentially so i would used to live next yeah. to one of the schools and kids are just walking to school it's not that kids are not dropping them off yep. unless it's a private school or something of that sort that was so a kids, big change yes right yeah. the kids are fending for themselves and 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 that obviously comes with a sense of maturity uh and little kids have uh, phones and airpods uh for crying yeah, out loud yeah. and that's uh, yeah that's new to me uh for one did that change the dynamic of you having to fend for yourself because obviously i would imagine that your oh, parents yeah. were also working twice as hard uh mm. versus when they were and also you were not sort of surrounded by family so uh, apart from the cultural shift of you having to fend for yourself uh i would imagine after hours uh when they probably might not have been around as much uh you know as they yeah. were earlier and you didn't have your aunts and your uncles and your um, you know nannies and your grandparents to sort of yeah, uh, yeah. take care of you were you all of a sudden uh, from a 20 12 year old uh, child to a 13 year old uh, adult young adult i would say you've put it in the most like like succinct way possible because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened Mm-hmm. At one point I was cuz my mom was a teacher and we were in the school that she was teaching at in India. Oh wow. We were taken to school with her. Mm-hmm. We were supervised and all of like our reports and stuff would happen every single yep. day. <laughs> oh that's amazing. You were oh my god. Your yeah, mom yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about school. it. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> and and we would we were brought back with her. Oh. Now from that imagine just having to walk to school it's not that far that's fine yeah yeah but not having that sense of oh, okay my my parents are not going to be there if something yeah. happens i am the one responsible for 12 year old and i yeah. have to do it and they will probably not be able to get to me if yeah. i have an issue because they're working 11 hours these days yes yes yeah because now it's all about business and jobs are hard and they have to seek jobs and they're not yeah. yet in their fields and it's it's something that they're just doing to put food on the plate and right. you know right right, right and right. um yeah so we were walking to school we were taking public transport with our friends we were take, we were doing all sorts of stuff that we hadn't yeah. done ever in our life before thinking yeah. okay is this really a better life am i just like you know <laughs> yeah. doing everything by myself now like what am yeah. i why are we here right but then slowly having that realization that yeah this is an important part this, this is like a this is like a passage right of passage yeah. 
Right, right, right. And and with that, so yeah, the question was essentially that when after the eleven hours of work, exhausted, yeah. uh, tired, probably frustrated, also a little bit of happy, uh, when they would come home to thirteen-year-olds and a fourteen-year-old, were yeah. they looking at you? Were they talking in a way where they would just assume that this kid's now big enough? to know yeah 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 we we became yeah. much closer as a family i would say mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. sense and um they did start telling us all of the things they wouldn't tell us when we were yeah. in india and yeah. they did yeah. start because we were just there for each other it was just right. like it wasn't just us becoming old enough so our parents can talk to us mm-hmm. we're the only people they can talk to now right. because they don't really have anybody else going through the same thing cuz it's just the four of us moving on um on a lighter note how long does it take to get that accent oh <laughs> if you're in school <laughs> if yeah. you're in school then not long because as i said you have to adapt yeah, you have to be yeah. understood by your peers you have to understand your peers and you yeah, have to yeah. just adapt and the thing is when you're little it's easier when you're yeah. a kid obviously when you're picking up languages and you're picking yeah. up you know yeah. accents and ways of talking and mannerisms yeah. it just comes much much easier to you right so i, I guess we came at just that point where mm-hmm. we were like not set in the way that we talk and behave and had our mannerisms so it right. was easily molded how many times is it that you felt like a token i would say not with my like obviously i had the indian group of friends yeah but i also had like um my white friends and I, yeah. when i whenever i was like with them yeah. i did feel like sometimes i i was the only one in their group yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> so i would I did, imagine when i was hanging out with them i did sometimes feel like a token brown kid sorry yeah. caramel kid yep caramel. yeah love it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Catch, catching on to the terminology oh, yeah. <laughs> make this famous <laughs> um but yeah with them i felt like sometimes i had a different perspective to yeah. what they were sharing with their parents and their you know experiences and how they saw things and um yeah. Yeah. sometimes i'd be like i disagree with this because blah 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 and my culture and this that and they'd be like oh here we yeah. go again <laughs> yeah bring up your culture yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, they would feel like you know i was like not really validating their mm. issues and their their first world problems as much sometimes yeah so yeah. <laughs> but it was always a healthy conversation because they were obviously because they were friends with me they were open minded people they weren't racist or anything and yeah, they were like yeah. you know accepting and nice and we would have healthy conversations you know debates yeah. i guess about yeah. this and being like that you know To, to your point I, i feel that we've sort of I, i don't know i think some some caramel person went out there and and trademarked the word uh, culture and said now so one one ethnic person right and they're like now white people don't get to use it we get to use it and yeah. and, and nobody else culture just as a concept uh, as as a word in itself anything can be culture right whatever is happening around you is your culture right whatever the people that are around yeah. you is your community i um, feel like i've seen a, a specific video about this that explains this really well and uh-huh. they say that white isn't a culture you know mm-hmm. it your your culture can be being australian or being yeah. irish yeah. or being american because you've got the similar 
you know uh, experiences and your yeah, yeah. Uh, difficulties and your you know or like mm. whatever like things that you formed you can't yeah. say you can't say brown culture or white culture because yeah. that's not really it's yeah. it's it doesn't really define anything specific you know yeah 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 and then it's, it's, it's just not, your boxing you haven't had those shared yeah. experiences to call it a culture culture yeah. is the experiences you have with the people around you and in yeah. your you know surrounding that hits the nail in the head yeah you culture is what the experiences are built up from the people around you essentially what i sort of more meant in terms of token is uh, now if you were to sort of go to uh, an indian grocery store in in delhi um uh, it wouldn't be quite the same and that's that's the sort of token uh, a token in in an for in a foreign country where you look different is very different to being a token at an indian wedding <laughs> where everybody oh, wants yeah. to dress you you know <laughs> everybody wants to take you out and and everybody wants to hang out with that one cousin who's from australia uh yeah, what's that yeah. what's that like we've gone back when we were still in high school and still yeah. you know going through those things and i would imagine like parents my parents mm-hmm. have definitely experienced this scenario yeah. where they're like they their relatives who wouldn't talk to us or uh-huh. even look at us and we're back uh-huh. in delhi they didn't need anything from us but yeah. since we come back from australia now it's like hey come to our home how are uh-huh. you we miss <laughs> you what do you miss exactly not right. talking to us <laughs> to be <begin laughs> right So right, yeah right, right. that's definitely a thing not something i've experienced personally yeah but i've heard from my parents being like oh these guys didn't used to talk to us when we were here yeah. isn't that interesting one one big question is what are the what are the three moments of of sort of uh, success or triumph that you've had uh, because again um, trying to focus more on the good things that have come from uh, from when you've been here rather than the struggle because that's a part of it and again like you said and it's just uh, it's really beautiful in how you put it is uh, definitely that stuff but on the other end of it it's something good mm. for everyone i would say um this is like not a big triumph moment but it was just a sense of like me feeling like i can be myself uh-huh. here and i mm-hmm. can kind of live the life that i've always wanted to live uh-huh. um is that when i got um a prize in talent show doing uh-huh. an indian dance that i thought oh. no one's going to like but i'm just going to give it a go anyway yeah and um i i won third prize but i was like competing against like bands you know like Ooh. full full on musical bands from year 12 and i was in year 8 uh-huh. and this was so, solo this was a solo oh wow yeah So I did Indian classical and I did it on an Indian song and I was like I'm just doing this for me I don't care if people like it it's okay yeah. I'm just yeah. going to give it a go and all my classmates and all my teachers and all my friends loved it so much uh-huh. and they yeah and they they were like okay you know you should have gotten the first prize and yeah. that was like the biggest moment of triumph for me being like yeah. okay even though I am in a different country I'm in a yeah. different place. Yeah. I can still do my own thing and I can yeah. still succeed at it apparently. <laughs> and so quickly after you've sort of just uh, touched ground, you know, just in a year if it's year 8. Uh, so yeah, competing in I think that's the that's the thing about the innocence of being a kid and having moved here. You don't overthink things too much. You just kind yeah. of do it. Yeah. And, you know. 
it it can either be received really well or really badly depending on the environment you're in and how accepting the people are around you but you don't yeah. really think about that stuff before you do yeah. it so you yeah. just do it yeah, yeah. So you, that was a said, moment of time yeah. all right yeah so number 2 number 2 <laughs> um i would say that finding my own group in university and like having that next level connection that i didn't quite get in high school i guess because um these were dances right i think yeah. we've been in a dance group together yes, and i know yeah, um yeah. but yeah in the first year of university i didn't think that i would find like a you know bhangra group or anything like that didn't expect yeah. it at all and didn't expect there to be an indian club or whatever yeah in the university and just finding that and being able to perform as a group that yeah. i never thought that i would get in australia that uh-huh. was like a big moment of triumph and like actually performing at open days and having yeah. that yeah. sense of you know okay this is like big community and they all love it as much as i do and yeah. you know they they all want to pursue it so mm-hmm. that was like a big moment as well of triumph yeah. and yeah um, last final number 3 final number 3 i would say actually getting a proper job after my degree that uh-huh. i um that everything's kind of just been leading to it Yeah. <laughs> That's like a big moment of triumph and I've always wanted to work with kids. I love kids. And uh, this school, I've done like casual work with them, nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't do like with any intention that oh yeah, if I do casual work they'll give me full time. I just want to yeah. do casual yeah. work with them cuz they were really good and they're really yeah. disciplined and the way they are it's amazing that school. Like I just yeah. love going yeah. into the school and just feeling that you know, this is where I belong. and yeah. just getting yeah. that job um yeah. at the end of last year and you know yeah. and then yeah going into orientation and everything and seeing that mm-hmm. yeah this is where i'm supposed to be and all my hard work mm-hmm. of like you know the yeah. all the learning yeah. and all the school work and all the assignments have been worth it because this yeah. is where i belong so that's right. been a big right. triumph for me yeah nice. and it's quite that's recent so it's, it's still kind of living through that high <laughs> All right. Uh, so I know your partner is currently an international student and figuring out a permanent visa situation at the moment. Uh what's what's that like? <laughs> um I would say like it's not like there aren't challenges and different perspectives, but I think it's about your own like point of view of looking uh-huh. at it, you uh-huh. know. Like you can look at it as like oh we're too different we're not going to connect but you can also look at it oh this person's a little bit different i could probably learn from them and okay. i would say it's been more of the latter in our case that you know yeah. that we have actually connected on like similar things but also learned a lot from each other and yeah. our experiences are different experiences and yeah. appreciated them and being like Oh man that must have been really you know hard or that must have been really interesting or cool and like that's just yeah. a yeah that just helped like deepening our connection in a sense and you know like finding out the different experiences that we've had and just getting to know each other more through it. Yeah. Hey now 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 yeah. that you're talking about it I'm going to drop a bomb 
and again you can you can skirt it and you can you can sidestep it and uh you do not absolutely do not have to answer uh i'd love it if you do is that uh and i wasn't going there okay <laughs> is uh uh how would you decipher again this is not a comment i don't know uh anything enough right I'll you know what it is <laughs> uh i don't know anything enough but uh how would you decipher between someone who is uh uh sort of you know playing on a technicality of sorts of of trying to trying to get uh their way um or and and versus someone who's uh who who you know is sort of genuine and uh someone comes up and says um, get me a pr get let's get married let's get uh, get me a pr uh yeah it's icky right uh, to yeah, to yeah. look at it like that but that's that's real that's true and uh how's that you must get this question if you don't then uh, i would yeah, I would yeah i do i do i'm not going to i get that a lot but oh, yeah. i guess it i have i guess like experienced um people who or seen people kind of having that motive yeah and not having that motive so yeah. i think it's I can't really put a like finger on it. So it's a bit hard to describe, but you can you can see people's intentions. Yeah. You can you can feel it, you can sense it. You can Yeah. like I guess I'm more percep- perspe- perceptive in that that you know that I can tell if someone is in it for an ulterior motive or if someone yeah. is genuine, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. and it really depends on how they treat you and how they like converse with you and we've had like lots of like open conversations about this me and my partner oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah 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 because yeah. we we talk about everything like we don't we don't yeah. really you know like hide behind anything or just just you know we yeah. we're just really like honest with each other about these things and we know how sometimes people can perceive these things and what yeah. they can think especially yeah. like family and everything but it's just that you know if they there was an ulterior motive you would find out about it you would see the red flags and i've been really mindful you uh-huh. know about this stuff and you would you would see it in the way that they talk about certain things but mm-hmm. having those like really honest conversations and mm-hmm. seeing how they react and what they're thinking and how much you know effort they're actually putting into doing it themselves yeah, like yeah, my partner yeah. he, he like he did his bachelor's and mm-hmm. he found out that it's really hard to get in via psych into pr mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he's doing a whole another course he's doing okay. nursing at the moment mm-hmm. um which and he's working really hard and you can just see it in the effort and yeah. in their you know eyes and how much they want to work hard for it themselves and i can yeah. see it in his you know um like just just that need to do it themselves and their self reliance and their you know yeah. um the whole thing and how how hard he's working and how hard you know everyone yeah. wants to like just kind of cuz you it. can be with a person who will be like Mm, it's not happening and they'll try to like manipulate you and be like oh I might just have to go to India what should I do yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah it's, now now that we know he's well meaning and um yeah. all of that uh what if 
you know what if uh, after all that effort and that's something that happens you know um, um we all all of us know the reality would it would it change any would that matter yeah. at all i don't know cuz i haven't like been through that situation and yeah. i wouldn't want to say oh yeah it'd be too easy or i would say now nah, that would be too hard i feel like you cross that bridge when you come to it and yeah. it's different for everyone it depends on how like you know i would like to think that it wouldn't matter you know yeah. that's yeah. what that's the ideal scenario yeah. right? like it it doesn't matter you know the situation so it's fine and yeah mm. so because in all like honesty uh there's this happens almost all the time and i think uh i'm i'm all for female equality right i'm just yeah mm-hmm. biggest proponent of it. um but the idea <laughs> is uh, if there's a if there's a guy out there who is settled and all of those things right uh there's going to be this big list of alliances that's coming from them right we have a social tinder ever since tinder was not there there's going to be aunties clinging on to you <laughs> trying to get their daughter hitched and then off to the uh off on the ship and to you yeah. and that's that's totally fine right that's going to be something that's celebrated that the girl bagged someone in the US or Australia or Canada and wow oh my god right but the other way around <laughs> is quite frowned upon and i would like to think that even if it turns out that you know uh, your partner who you're so genuinely um enjoying your time with um if they get to stay because of you i would like to think that's just the best thing you could do right because that way is uh, I, would, and- i would like to think that too i would like yeah. to say that yeah. you know i don't care because i know what we have is real but yes. you know from his perspective it's about you know his self esteem and he doesn't want to be perceived in yeah. other people's eyes that way and everything because yeah. he's got yeah. that you know he's got that genuineness and he doesn't want it and he he wants yeah. to do it himself so yeah. i guess it's not really a question of whether yeah. i would yeah. like that it's a it's a question of whether he can he's okay with it you know yeah but then isn't isn't that like sort of a again this is going on a different tangent but isn't that a different sort of side step to how we're trying to put make this world equal and and you know we're trying to say that whatever a woman does is equal to what a what a man does yeah, but when the yeah, tables yeah. are actually turned the man's like no i am going to keep my patriarchy right where it is i'm going yeah. to try and do because because and and I'll, i can say this with a lot of confidence i have a younger sister myself and uh, it's yeah. taken quite a bit of time to for me to say that all right she's an individual she's going to do the things she does uh, and uh, yeah. i don't want to be a elder brother i don't want to be a father figure i just want to be yeah. the best friend i can be because i of all people have some is, is someone she's not spent as much time with any of her friends put together parents are a different story but she's not actually spent enough time with any of her friends uh versus the time that we've spent together as as, as siblings is because we were seeing going to the same schools and things like that sort um yeah yeah but um, yeah so it's taken a bit of time to not reprimand and not say that that's the way that you need to live your life and rather say that you're in yeah, 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 your that. thing and uh, mm. yeah and it's um I would I would like to think that uh, you know uh, it shouldn't matter I would like to think that nearly goes burns or ticklish um yeah. but it they are at the stage and uh, yeah <laughs> and, and, and yeah let's see let's hope let's hope it turns out better and and you know brown boy guilt uh, doesn't really uh, take a hit and with that we've gone into overtime I won't keep you any longer thanks a lot for coming to the show Rajpreet 
it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you all the best for your new job and the life ahead i hope you enjoyed the show if you did please consider subscribing wherever you get your podcast from migrated is available on spotify apple podcast and anchor if you have a second to spare please rate and review us on there as well your feedback helps us in staying motivated and getting more such stories to you interested in more check a follow on instagram facebook or tiktok namaste